Hello, this is a bonus episode of Lekka from me, a slightly hoarse Lucy Dearlove. This is a very short piece, one of four in total, produced for my audio installation Table for One from the recent Hearsay Audio Arts Festival in Ireland. I'll let you listen and I'll tell you more about the project at the end. It was something that I got used to because I was working uh, away from home quite a bit at one stage in my career. I never minded it. I tended to eat early. You know, most people who go out for a meal would go out at 7 or 8 o'clock in the evening. But I, I prefer to eat at 6 or 7 o'clock. So not alone was I sitting at the table on my own, but quite often I had the restaurant to myself. Particularly in, you know, street-side restaurants where uh, they, had wind- they had window seats. They deliberately put somebody sitting there to pretend that there were people in there. <laughs> so not alone it was exposed to the whole restaurant, but it was exposed to the street as well. But uh, usually I had a book. And I would hope that it was a good book. <laughs> Didn't worry in the slightest about it. Particularly if I had a glass of wine to go with it, just to relax and make the life easy. Which would be kind. Particularly if the book is good. Or if I still have the cross one that I hadn't started earlier in the day. It was very seldom that I'd go back to the same restaurant because I liked variety. My mother was a very plain, ordinary cook in the Westcar farm tradition, which she cooked well. And being the youngest of three boys, there wasn't any girl there to do the cooking, so the youngest boy obviously had to take up the mantle of the cooking. And I always enjoyed it. When I think my mother cooking, I always think of her in terms of pouring into the hand. I t- there may have been a weighing scales in the house, but if there was, it just wasn't used. And uh, my son is cooking that way now. <laughs> Likes to throw things together, and sometimes he'll use a recipe, and sometimes he'll just cook. I remember when he was much younger, allowing him to help me to cook. Uh, that would mean that something that should take five minutes took maybe half an hour. But I'm getting the rewards for that now because he is able to cook for himself. Or even yesterday, he was rushing off to soccer training. And he made himself scrambling and toast because he was going to be hungry. That 20 minutes that I spent when he was that high, which is great on the radio, <laughs> uh, uh, means that I'm a lot freer now. To, and even if he came in now, he, could, he certainly wouldn't go hungry. Uh, my mother made a brown bread that I liked. Now, it isn't her recipe. I don't have her recipe, but uh, I think the one that I use isn't terribly far removed from it. It's still the same Howard's extra coarse brown flour to start off with. And uh, once you start with that, 
food is good. I deliberately make it in the morning. It's about an hour after it comes out of the oven. It is at its very best. I usually have my breakfast on my own. So I sit down, have peace and quiet. The Irish Times, crossword, a big pot of coffee and some brown bread. And if it's an hour later, I get up and if it's two hours later, it's even better. I had an interesting conversation with the butcher someday recently. And uh, we were talking about, you know, people coming in to get their meat for a day or two or whatever. And I said to him, to ask him if, if a lot of people come in knowing uh, what they want. And uh, he said to me, not alone do they know what they want, but when I see them coming, I know what they want. And uh, I did ask him, the days I come in not knowing what I want, do you actually know what I want, even though I don't? He didn't answer. He's too good a businessman to answer that. That piece was made for Table for One, an audio installation I produced during a recent residency at this year's Hearsay Audio Arts Festival in beautiful Kilfinnan, Ireland. There are four stories in total, each one a different tale of eating alone, which visitors to the installation listen to while seated at a specially dressed table for one in the main square of the town. Everyone who shared their story with me has been left anonymous and is only identified by the food they eat alone. I spoke to more people while working on this project, but didn't have space for all the stories I collected. I'm hoping to continue it in some way, though. If anyone listening has a story about eating alone that they'd love to share, then please do get in touch. And I'd like to take this opportunity to say a massive thank you to Dermot, Mary, Daniel, Teresa and the entire team at Hearsay Festival for the opportunity and the support to make this happen. It was a really wonderful experience uh, having the table for one present at the festival and to see people's reactions to it kind of in real time. Uh, Yeah, so thank you. It was great. And I hope you enjoy listening to the pieces in this way too. Normal Lekker service will be resumed with a brand new full episode next week.